Star Wars News Podcast. I'm Dan Vadabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. Kenton, we have another awesome episode of The Mandalorian to talk about, and I think this is a lot better episode than last week. Uh, of course, I, I love them both. I, I said, love them all. I was on the record as saying I didn't like last week's episode very much. Uh, it was a little done with the bird nest situation, but uh, we got through it, and... Uh, we got through it. It was a wonderful episode with a wonderful scene. I loved every minute of it. All right. It. Well, we'll see. Um, but <laughs> you you sort of came around by the end of last. I podcast. guess so. I guess I did. But even even kind of watching the recap before this one, I was like, oh god, the bird's nest. Come on. I just feel like it's a Flintstones Star thing. Star Wars is a mashup of all media, including the Flintstones. That is a fair comment. And that I is agree. that is why Mandalorian rides a jalopy with bare feet that he <laughs> stops and has a, has a bone in his hair. Um, when he oh, takes his mask off. So anyway, we let's get let's get right into this let's episode. Uh, um, we start with uh, we're we're start on Navarro where we have a high. What is he called again? A high. Um, uh, damn it, they say it. You are the uh, high uh, chancellor, something like that. They'll say it at some point. We'll see it. Uh, you're the high priestess of all. <laughs> Grief Karga is doing some planning. Yeah. He's doing some city planning with his committee on something. They've got a nice little hollow map here. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be moving a lot of cargo in and out of here. So he's, he's like, just, he really loves his job. Hey, you can tell he just loves being in charge of like this and, city. And talk about, a, we know that he's had a complete turnaround in terms of his character, but later in the episode, there's some question about his character. Um, when uh, the Mandalorian has to sell the other Mandalorians on uh, teaming up. So I thought it's a good reminder that he did not, like we're used to him. We're used to Creed. <laughs> being like this, yeah, and uh, but but to people who aren't aware, they might think that he's still the master of the bounty hunters, right? And they, t- I think they yeah. remind him of that in yeah. this episode a few times, like because this one, and you called it, you absolutely called it. It's the pirates. It's absolutely the pirates. They show up. They uh, and look. By the way, I don't know if we mentioned this, but this guy is this this uh, protocol droid. Yeah, is a. Old um, concept art of three PO is yes it? from Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah. I love the Ralph yeah. McQuarrie concept. There's a art. couple of them in this. Yeah, because yeah. there was another one that I saw in another scene somewhere that was silver, but it was also um, similar to another concept drawing that I'd seen. Maybe this guy too. Maybe the um, the R unit there, whatever that is, R four or whatever it is. He's got kind of a tall head. Uh, but we have the swamp thing shows up here. We have the pirate king. I don't know his name. Can, and can we pause here to say how wrong I was about what? The, <laughs> well, later on we'll talk about that, but. I thought this was going to be the the main bad guy in Skeleton Crew. And uh, it doesn't, oh, no. does not appear to be going in that direction. No, and I, I mean, I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really know what Skeleton Crew was, and I felt thought that felt plausible. But that's it was not. Yeah. It was not intended to be. <laughs> obviously, just no. For obviously show. not. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but I, I you know I, I gotta say he did kind of grow on me. I like the yeah, effect literally because he's moss. He's <laughs> a moss Jabba. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah it did kind of remind me of that. Um, sorry. Yeah, so then he then basically the pirates show up and they are just going to take over the town. They're going to roll in, uh, drink and carouse and have their way with the women, they're I assume. Bunch, and they're going to shoot at wildlife. They're a bunch of assholes, these pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, sure, like, I'm trying to think of another movie where we've seen this kind of stuff happen. I don't know. I'm not. I'm blanking on right now. It's like the, when the motorcycle gang rolls in and takes over the town, kind of like in the those sure. old movies. With Marlon oh, Rando. and actually, this could have easily been uh, the like the Magnificent Seven, where you right, have right, Mandalorians right. inside the city as the attack comes. Yeah. But this is a little different than that. This was like, you know, we need to get there. 
I I feel like there's got to be like a um Akira Kurosawa movie that has this premise. It does feel very much like that kind of a thing, right? Where it's just like brigands come in and take over a town, and the samurai have to come and help them um right. get rid of them. But uh, so basically, he has this exchange with uh, the the pirate king here. It does not give in. Basically, want they want to be bought off and they want to be right. paid off to to leave them alone. You're not going to do this. So they evacuate the town. There's not too many townsfolk left. I have to say, like the. The bombardment is uh Yeah, they basically just kind of start, start shooting randomly yeah. into the town, and people are running away. And you have to imagine quite a few people died in that situation. Then we come oh, up. Oh, I this is so cool. this scene. It is so cool. I was like, oh, it's a rebel base. It's yeah. a rebel base. So y-wing, there's Y-Wing. Yeah, Y-Wing fighter and... Like uh, and there's rock music play. I like that too. The Star Wars rock yeah. music we've got in the background. A little bit of a. We've got Blue Squadron. We've got Orange Squadron. They're playing pool. They're playing Star Wars pool. <laughs> they're drinking. See, they're smoking. Some, did you see some of the special guests sitting at the end of the bar? Did you notice? I did not notice. Okay, no. wait till we get there. Oh, Just okay. keep it going. Keep it going. Okay. We're gonna get. There's one shot where you need to freeze frame it All right. because uh, it's a blink and you miss it. Damn it. Type of scenario, and uh, we've got a snaggletooth server at the bar, yeah, which I didn't re- recognize the first time I watched this. Um, we have got Kim's Convenience sitting at the end yeah. of the bar, okay, and we're gonna cut to another view in just uh, a second. I'm so thrilled to see him. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. like every he's so good, and just I love having a little bit of Canadian, Canadian per There's, people right there. <laughs> You're building the suspense. The uh. The buffering here is... Oh, is uh, the, the, the buffering is killing me. I hope it lasts. Oh. Come on. What is going on here? Oh, God. I got kicked out of Dan it. Dan is using our college it, Wi-Fi. It did not like me doing that. It if, did not like If me. you enjoy the internet, you will not enjoy the college Wi-Fi. There. Yes. Pa- oh, oh, you almost had it. Well, it, again, pause right it. Right there. On the right is Dave Filoni. <laughs> right? There's the hat. On the left, we have Deborah Chow. Okay. So you're facing the yes. camera. And, and then that's Rick Fumiata. That's, that's Rick. Yeah. So we've got our little director's roundtable happening at who's the a, end of the bar. Who's this head that we can't see? Is that somebody or no? Uh, I don't I don't know. I can't see him in that shot. Maybe it's the director of the episode. <laughs> I like how he like yeah. asks to use their hollow thing. Like he, yeah. he can't he, it's like, can I use your phone? Yeah. It is. And it's <laughs> like awesome. you probably don't want people to use it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can uh, I just make a quick phone call. <laughs> so there you Long go. Long distance. Yeah. And so I, I was surprised. I I figured that he was gonna message Mando directly, maybe Grief Karga doesn't have a direct line yeah. to Mando, but he just yeah. he reached out to the Republic. Now I guess it makes yeah. sense because he did mention he he basically threatened the pirate with that. Hey, he mm-hmm. said, "I'm going to call the New Republic. They know we're here and they'll protect us, um, even though they're not officially part of the New Republic." That becomes an issue later on. So he has a hollow message. Um, Kim's convenience has to figure out what's going on. That we have these guys now. Is this this these, is the same alien that is um, the guy from Rebels? Yes, who is also. Um, Zeb, Zeb, uh, but the the alien is a concept art of what Chewbacca would have been. Right, it comes from early concept art. So, and he's also got a British accent, the same as Zeb. It is Zeb in the credits. It's Zeb. It's It's Zeb. Yes. Holy shit! It is actually Zeb, and the voice is the voice of Zeb. Oh my god! From Rebels. Okay, I did not realize that. I did not realize that Zeb would still be alive. Zeb is Zeb is up and at him. That is Zeb. That's a, that's one of our. Oh no, I, I shouldn't say it's our first Rebels live action because we had Chopper in Rogue One. Yeah, we and had, we had uh, Ahsoka Tano is in Rebels. Too. Oh, Ahsoka, Bo-Katan. Yeah, so we've had a few. But um, oh, I didn't realize that that was Zeb. That's interesting. That is, I know that is actually 
a live action Reb- uh, Rebels character. Well, I mean, he is CGI. <laughs> Let's say he's not actually well, live action. Well, but they made him look great. Oh, yeah, they did. They like, did. That is a perfect version of it. Yeah. yeah. So here we are on Coruscant, and I was really excited to see this because this ties in with a, the two episodes ago yeah. when we have our uh, friend who's working in the cubicles here, or he, wherever he is. He's got to be in this office somewhere. We don't see him, but we see the other person, right? We see this oh. sneaky cat. Oh, yeah, he was arrested, wasn't he? He was arrested for his. Our doctor guy was arrested for trying to experiment. They well, caught he him. He had his brain right, right fried. Yes. Had, yeah. Like so, we haven't. I was. I thought we were gonna see him laying in a hospital bed somewhere, totally zonked out of right. his mind, like Norman Bates at the end of Psycho. <laughs> yeah. Kind of just sitting there, like. Ugh. And and uh, boy, is there a character more irritating than this double agent? Oh, not much. But I have to say, I just loved it. When Tim, we, Tim Meadows. Tim, Tim Meadows showed up yeah. here. That was like, I said, ooh, it's a lady. <laughs> And by the way, every comedian in town must be calling up uh, John Favreau going like, uh, I like what you did with uh, with all these other comedians in there. And by the way, Ted Lasso himself was the stormtrooper in uh, season one I knew that. of The Mandalorian. Remember, he's like mean to baby Grogu. They go Yeah, when, when they have him and they're waiting right. for them to be called in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Right. So, uh, I mean, this is there's, – there's... How are you liking Ted Lasso? I have not watched a oh, single episode. Damn it. But you're no, watching. no, uh, no! Yet. I'm. I found lots of other stuff to watch first on Apple TV. There's a lot, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Um. So, um. So, so Kim's convenience. Comedian, yes. Yeah. So Kim's convenience comes and meets with Tim, Tim, Tim Meadows to ask for permission to go protect Navarro. And now he is. It's funny because he's working with all these like looks like these same ration cubes or whatever it is yeah. that what's his name was cataloging or what he's whatever, like whatever's happening. He's so yeah. frustrated by whatever's going. on. <laughs> he does not like the situation. So then, what's his name comes down to speak to him. Yeah, and they have a conversation about it, uh, but then yeah, our double agent comes in and basically spoils it by saying, "Well, Tim Meadows shuts off, doesn't even. Give oh yeah, it doesn't. Crap. Even give, yeah, that's right. Yeah, shuts it all. Yeah, uh huh. Oh, this sounds bad. Yeah. Cut. It's like playing back your phone messages <laughs> yeah. and going like, nah, <laughs> delete. After about yeah, three it's like seconds. that episode of The Office he was in when he's doing right. the interview. Um, exactly. Anyway, but yeah, he um, he shuts it off. He doesn't have, but he does seem to be coming around. He's like, okay, well, I guess I could probably spare something. But then what's her name comes in and says, oh, they're not actually a member of the New Republic. So, oh, sorry, we can't help them. Oh, she's so frustrating. You just, you want nothing but the worst <laughs> for this character. I'm going to the commissary. Can I get you anything? Yeah, right. Come on. Yeah, so she, she uses flattery and... Uh, Behind the scenes shenanigans to get, but I also like I like that Kim's convenience. By the way, I wish I knew his real name. Paul Sun Young Kim or something. No, but what's his real? What's his character name? Oh, uh, oh, it's Carson. I remember they they'll say it. They'll say in the subject, it's Carson something. I meant I made a I made a point of uh, looking. And I can't is, remember. What I like is he's <laughs> the first character to see through the veneer. Uh, of the potential double agent. Yes, I don't know if she's yes, he knows agent. something's up with her. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, he's the first one. And, he, you know, basically she says, I was liberated. Like that's, you know, she's full of excuses. And she's always throwing a smoke, smoke screen out. He's way far down in the cast list. Is Paul Sun Hyung Lee is his name. Um, the name of the character The name is? of the character is? I should know. I also forget the name of this uh, terrible do- double agent character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Captain Carson, damn it, what does it say? Is it the classic where they cut off the last It does, one? yes, and I have to yeah, click through. Course. So now I can't see who it is. Um, anyway, this is riveting to listen to, I'm sure. Let's just move on. 
hey, let's, let's just get, hey, we call the actors by their actual names, and I also make an exception to call Carl Weathers Creed. <laughs> Paulo Creed, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's Creed, let's face it. Yeah, so basically this whole exchange results in him getting nothing out of it, right? But he knows something's up, so we, I feel we're, we're going to come back to it. We're not going to come back to Tim Meadows, but we do get a hint, and then we get another hint later on that the villain in this is actually uh, Moff Gideon again. Moff Gideon, we find out. Uh, has escaped, I guess. Well, that comes later on. Is he? Is he? Well, we'll get to that. I think that she is working for it, but we'll see. Okay, so now we come back to Grief Karga and his crew or his townsfolk. They're all out. They're wandering the desert, um, looking for a place to stop, and I guess just waiting for them. I to come have back. to point out there aren't many of them. No, no, there's like maybe thirty or forty. I don't. Well, know. We do find out later that some folks stayed back. But um, so he's taken them to the cave. I thought this was a bad idea. I thought something was going to come out of the cave. Yeah, I mean, mm, I was not. Uh, I was not sure where this was going. But they're like, okay, we're going to sit here. I don't remember what happens in the scene. Is there anything important that happens here? Well, he needs. The, uh, the, this is so he's looking back at the town, and um, you know, you know, this is what's left of the townspeople. So, and I, and uh, they're all worried. And he tells them that don't worry, we've we're going to be getting some help. Okay, so yeah, he's just kind of reassuring them. Yeah. Um, just hang hang tight here. Help is on the way. He doesn't know though. He he doesn't even know no, that his no. message was received. Um, doesn't know who's coming. Again, I, I'm surprised that he doesn't have a way to call Mando because you'd think that he would try to reach out somehow. Yeah. To him, like, how does it work in Star Wars when you want to call somebody? Can you just like put it out there and it'll find them? <laughs> is that what goes on? I mean, the idea. You don't really I feel know. Feel like that's kind of the idea. <laughs> I love an X-wing flying over. Oh right yeah, there. this is great. Yeah. Carson Teva. Carson Teva is his oh, name. Oh, very good. Finally. There we go. Uh, so he is now on the planet. Now, how did he – oh, yeah, he found from – he says how he found he, it, right? Yes, he has got a friend hanging out with the Mandalorians. And I remember going, which one of the Mandalorians is it? And it's R5-D4. It, of course it is. <laughs> I served with him. In the, in the yeah. Rebellion, yeah, of course. Yeah. R5-D4 has become like the secret hero with the bad motivator. He's the new R2-D2. Yeah, he like, really is. He is where he's going to have some personality, I think, uh, going forward. So he arrives, and we see we know where he is because we see the ship. We see Bo-Katan's ship, and he's uh, coming to ask the Mandalorians for help, right? And again, I just love that he's in this episode so much. It was a lot of fun. This is also a great scene um, um, with the Mandalorians. They've got their guns fixed on them. Oh, yeah. And uh, they're not necessarily receptive to somebody from the New Republic, but this is the guy that you want. This is like the <laughs> – this is basically the only straight shooter uh, that who we can be sure of uh, working uh, working with the New Republic. He just seems like a good guy. Yeah. He seems like he wants to right. do the right thing, right? That's why he's working for the New Republic. There's nothing um, nefarious about him. He's yeah. not he, – he is what he appears to be. But he also doesn't – he's not going to, like, stick to the rules. He will go outside the, the boundaries of what right. he can do, like, just to get the thing done, right? So he comes over and he talks to Mando. And um, explains how he found them. <laughs> and they're like, huh, what, huh? And then, oh, yes, it was me, huh? Um, so then uh, then he makes his case to them, right? And they have a big discussion over whether or not they should help him. I was worried that he'd say, my friend helped me, R5-D4, and they'd, like, kick him or something. And they <laughs> knock him over, throw him in the water. <laughs> yeah. All right, so so they have the discussion. He he knows that Mando will go help his friend. Yeah, he just kind of yeah, leaves yeah. and says, oh, "Let you know that's yeah. all I'm gonna do." And then they have this big kind of fireside chat. And I love that they have like the talking hammer. They have to yeah. hold the hammer. <laughs> it's awesome. It's, it's a Mandalorian Toastmasters, really. <laughs> <laughs> Where they learn. Uh, Baby Grogu is uh, learning how to. 
Yeah, so they have their big discussion and, uh, you know, their argument. Should we help them? Should we not? And by the way, he also offers up, um, does he offer up the tract of land? No. Not yet. Not yet. That doesn't happen until later? Yeah, later on. Okay. Later on. Um, no, No, he makes this case. He says he did once offer me a tract of land. So we should go there. Like Mando is making this case now. We could move, go move there. Well, well this is where they're, where he says, yeah, it's true that he used to do this, but now he's a changed man. He's right. changed. And so that's that's going to be the hardest part of the cell. And uh, but I like I also like that the John Favreau Mandalorian, he does a he he does not go where we think he's going to go. Right. Very, very. You obviously looks like he's going to say, no, we're not going to do yeah. this. And then he's yes, we are. And then. Kind of brings it's like that classic reverse psychology argument thing yeah. where you you agree with a person you're essentially supposed to be arguing against, right. and and he got everybody he's, on his side. He's usually a naysayer too. It'd be like if Captain Panaka suddenly That's said, right. "You're right." <laughs> I agree with that statement. Right. Let's right. do that. Let's let's go with that plan. That's right. I totally agree with this Jedi. <laughs> that will for sure work. Okay. <laughs> um, so then the armor. There aren't too many of them. Yeah. So so he makes his case, and then this guy, the other guy, comes up. Uh, John Favreau comes up, takes the talking hammer, and and makes a good speech, right? And then there's some yeah, good it's like, great. so and I, I I mean it seems like a no brainer to me. This is a horrible planet they've chosen. There's monsters everywhere yeah. that takes them away. Like that's and Navarro is very nice. It looks like a very nice place to live. They're gonna offer them some for some land. Although there's there's been problems there in the past, and there's well the pirates, also, but they can take care of it, right? But they're also more visible there. There's there there, but but you know as a as a an interim on the way back to Mandalore. Then yeah, that's 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 a good move. I think so. I mean, but yeah, if they need somewhere to stay, we do find out though that Navarro is not under the protection of the New Republic; that it's an independent. Yeah, but I think that's a good. I think they like that. They want. They don't want to be under the New but Republic. But it also makes them a sitting duck in some ways. But maybe not now. And uh, Bo-Katan has turned into uh, the de facto leader of the. Did they, did they have that conversation yet? Was there the conversation between Bo-Katan no, and the armor, or is that coming later? Okay, that comes later. Sorry. Um, yeah, so then they, they head off to, uh, to, to rescue. Um, they're all kind of talking about their plan of uh, where to hit the ship. We know and Somehow we they know, have the schematics of the pirate ship. We know this is going to be um, an action-packed thing that we're about to see. And here's, here comes the shot, the money shot from the trailer that they were waiting for. Well, it's a good shot. <laughs> there's no, I, I don't know if there's any shots left from the trailer. I that think that's it. I, I think, think that was the last it. one, yeah. So it took us halfway through the... Look at the poor R2. That guy's just... He's stuck. Yeah, the R2 unit is just... Yeah, overheated. Done. <laughs> they're, like, making... They're, like, bugging the waiter, shoving him around. Yeah, he's an old guy. They're, like, they're cruel. They're, they're just, just cruel. And by the way, this was the bar that um, Werner Herzog was in at the end of season Oh, one. yes, that's right. Right. So they're in there. They're just ransacking the place. They're drunk. Yeah. Stumbling, drinking green they're stuff, tr- yeah, they're cackling. Truly... Oh, they're gonna shoot at some some um, some salacious crumbs, l- lizard lizard monkeys. <laughs> it's funny. It's a... we don't actually see them kill one, which is no, good. I no. was worried. Well, I mean, this this series has been yeah. dark like that. Um, okay, so then they, then here comes Mando, and this is cool. Okay, quick, is that Warwick Davis? Uh, I've heard people suggesting it could be, but I don't think he's in the and credits. I, I don't see. I don't say that just because he's small. It sounds like Warwick Davis. Oh, it may be. I think it is him doing a voice. Uh, it looks his his movements look like Warwick Davis. I feel like that is Warwick Davis in that. I as that Ugnot. There, well, we got to look for confirmation. Yeah, I don't know. And I love. I like the pirates. This really is. Uh, it's they, they they've done they've done a good job. Like I like his Ugnot, the Ugnot pirate who. 
you know, and the uh, the the assortment of aliens that are part of this pirate crew makes yep. sense. I love the snub fighters that take off. Yeah, those from are cool the top too. Of the ship, those are cool. But then you know, when Mando shows up, this is not hard for him. No, <laughs> like this is not. This is like almost nothing. He's not. There's. He's not a bit worried about, and he's he's he can outspeed them, outgun them, and uh, I love that shot of with Grogu's looking around with him too. Like they're both kind of looking at the same stuff as they go. Yeah, Grogu doesn't seem to ever be too troubled by any. He's very chill. Yeah, he's just looking. Yeah. Oh, boom! That was a nice move. Oh, I love that shot. You see R five poking great out. Shot. That's great cool shot. too. Through the that's through the uh, cockpit and behind the ship. Yeah. So good. And the pirate ship is a pretty cool design, too. Like, this is major. I couldn't help but think as I watched this episode, this is a costly episode. This is this must have been expensive. Yeah. yeah. And, and this show, how the hell? Like, if you told me they really did drop these Mandalorians out of the ship, I'd believe you. It's such a great shot where they where they. Yeah, for ship. sure, yeah. Oh, what the hell? It's great. so good. Yeah. This really spoils you for other shows, just the top-notch <laughs> level of, oh, yeah, we got our little Babu Fricks. We got Babu Fricks launching. Yeah. And by the way, they've got some good sub- subtitles near the end. Oh yeah. I don't think you can hear them saying it, but it it it, uh, it cracks me up. I can't remember what they say, but it's some <laughs> good stuff. And this is I love that. Okay, the Mandos are landing, and I love the the he's kind of got the Boba Fett skirt mm-hmm. on, and it's just like the way it sort of falls as he's landing. It's so good. Yeah. This this is what we wanted to see as far as like a bunch of oh. Mandalorians just kicking ass together. Like yeah. we've seen one or two in a fight, but we haven't seen a whole bunch of them fighting together. Well, I guess we did at the end of season one, but not really. They've got a great yeah the great uh, battle here. He's fighting the snub fighters. Yeah, it's good. It's a good. Uh, it's an exciting battle in within in the inside the atmosphere. The ship is so big, that this pirate ship inside the atmosphere. It's kind of interesting to see. Yep. And uh, we learn that the pirates aren't. They're not great pilots. Uh, our main, the main villain, not the main villain. The main villain, seaweed head guy, <laughs> but his part. But the guy flying. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he chickens out. No, the guy, the guy who in the that this guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he chickens out and eventually goes. See you later. Oh yeah, like yeah he, he just, does. That's he's right. He's a yeah. total biatch. Right. Like, and that was the same guy from earlier, from, yeah. from the first episode where he was like, "We want to drink in this daycare," and then, yeah. and then that yeah, was the same asshole. We'll so. see him again in the I'm show. Sure. Yeah. But what a little weasel. Yeah, he's gone. He takes off, and now this is great stuff. I was a little worried here. I have to say, when they were the Mandalorians were boxed in. Well, you figure that oh, he's oh, they're, the, they're warning them, hey, they're over there. So, late the other, so the what I guess, Salacian lizard a, monkey, that's what yeah, they call it's a, him pointing. I love that <laughs> they're over here, they're this way. It's good stuff. Go kill them, they shot at me. <laughs> so, I love this. I love watching the Mandalorian SWAT team in action, yeah, exactly. So that's what good. it is, yeah, it's a SWAT team for sure. They're moving in, they're taking out these pirates. It's not easy. Now, they did make a point of saying you're outnumbered 10 to 1 or something like that. Yeah. There's supposed to be a lot more pirates there than there are Mandalorians. And they do get boxed in here. So there's a bit of issue. Love that shot. That overhead shot is very cool. Seeing the, the laser blast come at them from all angles. Yeah, there's, it's just, uh, it's so cool. And and I was worried. I thought we were going to see a slaughter <laughs> until uh, John Favreau drops down with his, <laughs> his machine <Gatlin> gun. gun. <laughs> Why doesn't everybody have one of those? That is crazy. Yeah, and he just... He just lets her rip. There's and not the, much you can do. Yeah. Now they pull out the the tricks, like their their yeah. grappling hooks and their wires and stuff, and they're yeah. Right? So this is just this is pure fun watching the Mandalorians. Although we do lose a couple. 
I think so, yeah. Yes, I think right around yeah. here. They, so then the bad guys put their they lasers They get their own in. big gun. Yeah, it is a big gun. It does do a lot of damage. And so, yeah, we lose one. I don't know if they're Mandalorians we know. I would think not. We don't really know any Mandalorians besides the the couple, John Favreau and uh, Armor. Right. right. So they, so yeah, so they they take some damage. I mean, maybe we just lost one. I mean, yeah, it could be. The one of them took it right in the chest, and that right. that couldn't have tickled. Um, so then we come back to the we're back to the air battle. So this is kind of cool. Like it is Star Wars to have like a ground battle and an yeah, air battle going on at the same time. That's a very old school Star Wars thing. So I like that. And it's also fun. I like the, yeah, he's above you. He's below you. Like he's just so fast yeah. that they can't keep up with him. <laughs> yeah, and it's such a cool stuff. Again, it's so cool that they managed to bring this like what was previously a lame fighter from the prequels and made it such a cool, oh, yeah. fast, like dangerous ship. It's the only ship anybody that would like. Well, give me the collectible, but you know where is it? Because they haven't I, made it. They haven't made a ship. I I don't know that they have. Okay. I I haven't seen one and. Oh, and, and this is a great scene. The armorer does not need a blaster pistol. <laughs> she takes she them out with walks, her hammer. She just basically walks in behind them, doesn't even. She just oh. takes them out with her tools, literally yeah. the tools she uses. And that's, a, I just love it. I love being able to see that character uh, in battle. Yeah, like, all clear. N- yeah, no blaster required, just a couple of uh, forging tools and. She'll, yep. she'll put an end to you, like, no problem. <laughs> yeah, it's a missile again. This is this is all great stuff. Mandalorians doing what they do best. And I think this is, a, it, in the end, it's going to be a great deal for um, Navarro because yeah. they will be there to protect the planet now from whatever. And the Mandalorians, I'm sure that there will be lots of stuff to, to threaten this planet, and the Mandalorians will have fun uh, fighting off all those threats. Here's where we box in the remaining pirates. Yeah. And I love, so when... Um, when Carl Weathers comes running in, did you notice a couple? There's a couple Jawas no. in in there with them in the in the townsfolk. So imagine being captured by a couple Jawas. <laughs> and by the way, did you see the Mandalorian who jumps off the ship as it's crashing? No. If you go back just a bit. Oh yeah, there. Like, and he jumps. Off. It's so cool. But we don't. We never find out which Mandalorian that is. Well, it's. I guess they were like flying, and they they just see there. Look, look at that. He's, He's riding like it like a it. surfboard. He jumps off and just shoots it, and it's gone. That's cool. Oh, so cool. And this is guy. I feel like he's a pirate Ugnaught. He kind of looks he like is. a pirate with his with his, well, he is, but he's got this striped shirt. Like he really looks like a pirate. And here's he looks this, like a Smee. He looks like exactly like Smee. Here's where this little biatch wimps out and <laughs> takes off. And I also like I like eventually the villain just gets angry with everybody around him and starts throwing them around. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna steer this yeah. thing myself. I'm gonna go down with this ship. Is basically what he's yeah. saying. Yeah, you'd think that he would just take off. Like, really, yeah. is it worth the trouble? Yeah, I know. Your ship's on fire. Like, it's... You've got one engine left. How has you know? this not happened before? That's what I want to know. <laughs> take, get, like, the other guy had the right idea. Get out while the getting's good. But no, he just kind of sticks it out, and they blow it up. Oh, it's so good. Boom. Yeah, so there's a big... Um, so the ship goes down. This is great. I don't think there's any surviving this. No. Like, I would be, I'd be shocked if... <laughs> nah, there's no way. No. This is your dad. You're, it's a giant fireball. Especially if you're made out of seaweed. <laughs> you're burning. <laughs> well, the dampness might help. Okay, no, that's everyone's happy. Hey, it's okay, going to be okay. It's, it's going to be okay. Gonna, yeah, those, <laughs> that's what I love. It's going to be okay. But I don't think you can hear them say it. Oh, okay. Can I don't know. I, it's only in the subtitles, that's I think. Funny. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> All right. So now he makes his declaration. Yeah. He's the high magistrate. There right. we go. He, and they correct him. The, the droid corrects him, which is I hilarious. Mean, yeah. 
And he also, so, and they're going to accept his offer of the free land. Yep. Which is great. Now, I was worried here when uh, something happens next when the armorer wants to talk to Bo-Katan. And I was a little worried. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure where that was going to go. Because basically, she pulls her aside and says, "Um, take off your helmet. At first, I thought that was a trick. Yeah, me too. I'm like, are they? Is that a test? Like, what are you doing? She's gonna say, "You're out now." Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, exactly. You. Now you must go because. But no, no, that's it not turns what out The armor has been thinking about the story that Bo-Katan has told her about the about seeing the mythosaur, right? Right, and so she believes that now Bo-Katan is the leader, but that it can be, it can be okay to be both. You can take off your helmet if you want to. But she and she says she walks both worlds, right? But I, I. I took that mythosaur to me to be physically present. Me too. So I think, and I think it was. I think it was too. And I think it will prove be proven to be. I think she thinks she saw it in a vision or something like that. She just thinks it was a right, not real. But I think it, like, no, I mean that the armorer thinks that, not Bo-Katan. But, um, but even though, even still, it's it means that she should be the leader, and she can take her helmet off. She's okay with taking her helmet off, I guess. Um, so she does. Uh, you've walked both worlds. So she she should be the one to unite them, and that does make sense. Even yeah, they need a PR person basically, <laughs> and so. Well, now but now she has to go and recruit all the other right. people that that abandoned her basically. All the hey hey, I've got a, I've got some other Mandalorians now. Come and join us. But I also love we're gonna go retake Mandalore, and I, I and will it be the next episode? Do you think? No. Oh, I'm so excited. No, 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 no. It's gonna be a couple more. It'll oh. be the last episode of the season. Retake Mandalore. I can't wait. From the Spider guys, like what? Who's that Mandalore that they have to worry about? Well, I mean, basically, it's been decimated, right? So there's. I mean, so there's all manner of dangers. Trouble, and, the, yeah, there's all kinds all of stuff. Guys. And who knows who else might be there? Yeah. You know, we've seen a very limited uh, amount of it. So so then they come back to the Mandalorians, and uh, she's not wearing her helmet. And they're like, whoa, what's going on with this? And then the armorer explains, hey, we should uh, we should accept this. It's okay that she takes her helmet off. Yeah, it actually occurred to me. Can you imagine what a stunner it would be if they all took their helmets I, off? I was, th- I was wondering. I kind of, I was almost expecting um, Mando to. I thought he might. Uh, I thought so too, and I thought me. And if they all did, we our jaws would drop. Yes, that's because right. at this point we're just don't. And would that would that really be John Favreau under that mask? Oh, as I think well? it would have to be. It would, it have, would to have, be. have to be. Yeah, yeah. But but it's uh, wow. That would be. That, that just shows you how powerful it could be. Um, the fact that they have their helmets on all the time. If they ever come off, just what a powerful scene that how could be. How impactful that would be. Yeah, but I do think we will see yeah. um, uh, Pedro Pascal's face at some point before the end of the season. Of course at we At least will. once a season he has to it show it. It must be done. Yeah. And uh, I, I was surprised by this little add-on at the end yeah. of the show. Because it really, I bet you some people shut it off when it faded to black. Yep, it did look like uh, kind of it was over. But no, we have our, our, um, our uh, Carson, whatever, Teva, Carson Teva. Um, comes across, and I don't know. I mean, maybe he just he, he we'll like, call him Johnny it. Carson so he can remember it. That's gonna be even worse. Um, so he comes across a wrecked Lambda shuttle. Now I didn't understand this. Um, well, it's confusing. Uh, well, first of all, let's just give some say. This is a this is like right out of Alien. Oh yeah, this, this cool. Show, it's cool. Coming cool. out of the darkness yeah. and and then like the slow gl- everything's moving. kind of floating in space. There's like been that. a disaster. Yeah. It's yeah. scary. There's something. I th- I was worried that our uh, hero of the New Republic was in danger here. Yeah. I thought this might be a trap. Something's in there waiting for him. And I guess the New Republic. They make it clear it's a New Republic shuttle. Uh, shuttle, but it's the old Imperials shuttle. Right. So they've 
commandeered it. Yeah, so they've been because they've taken yeah. over everything. They just started using all the equipment that was there. Right. Um. But I was like, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't sure what this was where this was going. I like the no. probe. We got R seven yes. watching the little probe thing that flies over it's there. It's got like a remote control that maybe this drone. I was wondering how many droids have that. Like, does R two D two probably? Probably, yeah. I mean, it's just something they came up with. That they thought they could do they in, in the movie, it, yeah. right? So that's neat. I like that idea. So, um, and this is weird. There's so many possibilities of what the ending of this show means. Where he sees, so he's oh, scanning the ship. We is see it his dead body. People? You see the dead people. Yeah, it's yeah. weird, man. It's, it is very creepy. We established that Moff Gideon was on this ship. He has been, and and. Uh, we find out it's been it's pro it's an and it's it's an extraction is what it is. Yeah, so Moff Gideon so, has been freed basically. Right. And uh, maybe do you think I, I was actually thinking we might even see it in a flashback at the beginning of the next episode? What happens? I don't think we're ever going to see it. Oh, you don't this think so? We'll just leave see. it to the imagination. Yeah. yeah. I don't. know. I feel like it's a fake out. I feel like Gideon. It's going to be somebody else besides Gideon. Because it's not a big, it's not enough just to bring back the old villain. They have to, uh, they have to yeah. ramp it up. Right. I, I think. Well, yes, Moff Gideon's alive. He has been extracted. The question is, but he reports is, to Thrawn. But right. So, like the, like we're, we're, there's something else happening here. Also, the Beskar on the wall, and he goes, "You think it's Mandalorians? I, maybe it is. Like, I think there's a few potential things that this could be. Like, on one hand, it could be. It could be people extracting him who don't want him to talk. It could be Mandalorians who want to exert their own brand of justice on him. They don't want him to go to trial. They want to kill him themselves or put him on trial themselves. It could be um, we found out we've seen other people who have Beskar who aren't Mandalorians. Yeah, that's that's where I went. I'm like, okay, well, there's got to be other people who aren't, use it. Aren't dark troopers made out of Beskar? Too? Something like that. Or they, we, I mean, they had a lot. The Empire had a lot of it, right? Yeah. Like, um, like they might be using it for something else, right? It might be whatever whatever they've created. They did create those dark troopers or whatever they were. Yeah, that could have had some best part be. of it. I don't know. I mean, we we could find and they out can that fly that's... through space without yeah, without any a problem. ship. Yep. Like, so I mean, there's there's so many possible. It could also be Bo Katan's old friends she was hanging around with. Yes, it could be. Yes, because they would they would want to bring justice to him. They he might bombed, have. They he might bombed have, Mandalorian. He was also. They might have still been going after the dark or saber or something like that, yeah. right? Sorry, Mandalore. He bombed Mandalore. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's a reason why they might want revenge on him. Yeah. But it was. It's. It's. I thought the ending was a, was a was a good head scratcher. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Who done it? For sure. Is the ending. So. So. Yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know where this is going next. Um, we know we'll return to Mandalore. We're gonna take. Mandalore back. Um, we're gonna see probably in the next episode where Moff Gideon is. I it has to be Thrawn that has some involvement in this because we've know. established there's more Tie Fighters than we thought there'd be. There's something happening that we don't understand. Yeah. There's um, an extraction. There's Beskar used in it. It's, and and our friend with the New Republic knows that something's shaping up. He even says as much. Something's shaping up here. Yeah, there's something going on. And you know, yeah, we don't know what it is. And so we're the, we're in the same boat. We know something's going on, but we don't know what it is. Right. Boy, should be interesting to yeah. see where this goes. Yeah, it feels big. It does feel like yeah. a big deal. It feels like this is building towards something major in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, it really I, does. And there's a, an epic team up that will happen at some point. I don't know if it will this season. I, I I really think 
we 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 had that announcement of the book of Boba Fett at the end of that last episode of the Mandalorian, and we're all like, "What? We're gonna do a Boba Fett show?" It would to to me, I think. Disney understands that this Mandalorian character is popular and the story is popular. I wouldn't be surprised if they save the sh- real money stuff for a movie or something or yeah. some big event kind of show. I think that would it would blow people's minds. It really would. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I mean, I really don't know in terms of popularity how this season is doing. I, I've kind of we haven't heard anything no. like that. No, but I'm I assume not, it's doing well. I mean, it's you know it's Star I mean, Wars. I, it's Star Wars, and it's a great story. It's like the most popular Star Wars characters since the original trilogy, yeah. probably. So I like that. And we are also – and one thing's really clear here, and that is we are absolutely building into the events of the sequels, of the ones of the sequels that nobody really wants to talk about. <laughs> but and, and there is a way to do it to make those sequels better. Yes. Right? Like there is a way that that can happen, including seeing Luke Skywalker – a commune with the other Jedi Knights who may or may not be around. Right. Right. So I think, you know, I like that, that we're filling in. I, I always wanted to see what happens after return of the Jedi. Yeah. And, th- and that's what this is showing us. It's good. Exactly. I, I, I saw some star Wars fans not like, don't like the idea of the new Republic being kind of in disarray. And well, com- well, of course they're in disarray. They're taking over. Right. And it's all um, it's all completely disorganized. Nobody knows what they're doing. There aren't Everybody, enough forces. Everybody's are, figuring yeah. out their job. Right. Like there's, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, there's a lot. They don't know how to run a government. They've been rebels right. for the last 20 years. Right. Right. But there's, you know, I think some Star Wars fans like it, you know, good good and evil. Yeah. And uh, And the good guys are over here and the evil guys are over here. And we have some of that, but I kind of like, I kind of like the... The confusion around who's doing what and who's a double agent and who isn't and who's just incompetent. Like Tim Meadows <laughs> looked like he was just overwhelmed. That's right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's just not. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's a yeah. Yeah, in, in very, very enjoyable show. And uh, I guess next week we'll be recording our podcast live at an event. Uh, we, we've talked about this off air, but I might as well, might as well talk about it on the podcast. We're going to be doing a First Fridays event at... Um, the studio of GMB Kamichek and Chasing Artwork, which is just down the street. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about the next episode when, of... When, are, when will we be doing that? Is that early in the day or later? It'll be later in the day. Later in the day. Okay. 7 o'clock or so at night, I guess. So it probably wouldn't be go live till... Oh, I'll have it up the next... I'll probably hop yeah, up yeah. around the same time. Like it'll okay. be that weekend. But yeah, it won't be... Like the next episode you'll hear on this podcast will be open up an audience, I guess. Wow. If there is one. We'll see. Or maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. We'll see who shows up. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vatabunker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass. Now I am the master. TK421, you come. Going into Toshi Station to pick up some power.